the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, one of the buy and sell cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning, man. I'll tell you what I have. Here lately, I've been uh, writing in my book and uh, been pretty exciting and learning so much. And we're going to talk about Samson and Delilah. How do they pertain to the car business? Samson and Delilah, dear heaven, let's take it to the Lord, dear heavenly Father. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body. You just bless each and every one of these listeners. Help them to learn. Help them to grow. Help me to be their mentor. Help me to give back to what you've taught me, what you've drugged me through. And, I mean, I've had to be drugged through on some things, oh, Lord, because sometimes my flesh gets in the way. But help them see what their flesh does in their purchasing power. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day, and that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Samson and Delilah. Well, is there people in your life that want you to do better? Is there people in your life that elevates you to the next level? Is there people in your life that um, want you to be the best you can be? Is there somebody that hurts you, drags you down? Is there somebody who puts you in debtor's prison? Oh, my goodness, that might be a car salesperson or an F&I person. Is there somebody in your life that you love and trust so much and it don't work out? I mean, how was your last purchase? Good, bad, or ugly? How was the things in your life that people affect and how do you affect people? Hey, we got an open line here. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Whatever you want to talk about, 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Also, get your pen and paper. I'm going to give out my mobile second half of the show, maybe the first half. So you can write it down and contact me any way that you want. But here at the station, give us a call, 210 340 9585. And we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Whatever's going on in our lives, whatever's going on in your life, the people you affect, the people that you help, the people that you love and trust, do they they come back that way? Or are they the fake Delilah? Who's the Delilah in your life? Who brings you down? Who do you give all this trust and love to? And then it don't return. They betray you. I mean, we, we focus on, we want friendship. We want love. But do we really get it from the other people? Expectations. I, I taught in a Bible study for about two months on expectations. What do we expect out of people? Samson, I don't know if he loved this woman or lusted after his woman, but, you know, God gave him a great ministry, great power, great authority, great all kinds of stuff, but it was never enough, maybe? I don't know. I mean, he always was searching to do something else. He wanted love, and he had a great family. So why was he hungry for that love? Are we hungry for somebody that when we walk in these dealerships, man, they just flatter you and tell you the right things and just pump you up and convince you that you can afford this brand new gorgeous car. But do they fail to mention the downfall? The, I, I keep talking about de- debtor's prison. They fail to mention the loss of value. 
I often talk about walking in in 1993 into a Cadillac store here in San Antonio. And I pulled up there, and there was this brand-new shiny Cadillac and the first Cadillac that I ever saw that had $40,000 window sticker. woo mercy. Man, you can buy a house less than that. <clears throat> and what did the salesman say? You need to buy this for your wife. I said I might do that when it's 5000 They said, are you crazy? It'll never be worth 5000 I said five or six years from now it will be. Oh, no, it won't. Even the salespeople don't even realize it. Even the salespeople who are promoting you, who are putting you together, who are closing you, don't even believe of loss of value. They in la-la land because God in their life is money. Is money your God? And so... They convince you you're doing the right thing. You can afford this. Is that Delilah? She enticed, and the world's full of enticements. She enticed Samson. She showed, she smiled. She had honey on her lips. That's what the Bible says. Oh, man, she was a sweetheart. And he was infatuated. He was in love. He was in lust or something. But hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Don't down Samson. Have you ever lusted after a car? Oh, maybe a little bit. Have you ever had that burning desire that you just can't live without it? That's what he felt like for Delilah. It, but we we talk about, you know, he had great strength, but he had he, he failed at his ministry. But the Lord never left him. The Lord came back. Hair grew back got his strength back, and maybe he did what the Lord wanted him to do, but he didn't follow the great ministry that he had at one time. So we, you know, we look at Samson, we look at his failures, but do we ever look at our failures? Do we ever lust after something? Do we ever search for love? I've talked about this before, and I hate to tell you this, but this will make you, make you think awful hard. Insecure people chase after love. That's probably Samson. Secure people attract love. They're not out searching, grabbing, begging for love. Secure people attract love because they're content with what they have. They love the Lord, and they know the love that comes back from the Lord, and they know the Lord's not going to desert them. Just like the Lord didn't desert Samson, he came back in his life. He was there the whole time. He gave him strength. He gave him all his awesome talent. And we've got it too, but do we use it or do we waste it being insecure, chasing after love, chasing after that car, chasing after, you know, I mean... Hey, I want you to buy what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. And, oh, man, them can't affords are miserable. you got to get behind the wheel every day when you can't afford it. And there's nothing left at the end of the month. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Because that infatuation, that desire, that lust after that car may cause a little worm in your life, a little hurt in your life especially at the end of the month. And then you never realize what the loss is. Got a buddy of mine that bought him a $400,000 car. Oh, man, it's a cat's meow. It is. But he didn't realize after 400000 and now it's two years old, it's worth one hundred and twenty. Those Bentleys, they're expensive new, and they're expensive to work on. And they're expe- flat tire costs you 2500 And maintenance and all. Just like another buddy of mine bought a $300,000 a $300, uh, Ferrari. He didn't realize that service was $10,000 when you pull in there. Oh, mercy, yeah. And half the time he trailers it around so he don't put no miles on it. If he wants to take a long trip, he trailers it, unloads it, and drives it around. looks cool. But I got, he can afford it. My buddy with a Bentley can afford it. 
But, you know, after he bought that Bentley, I said, do, you, do we need, need to say a little prayer over this car? He said, yeah, I want it to last forever. I said, no, let's pray for the death of the money you just lost driving off the showroom floor. He said, what What money? What What are you talking about right now? I said, you gave over a little over 400000 for this car, yeah? I said, now it's worth two fifty. What? I said, well, drive it about a month. Go take it back to the store you bought it and see what they want to give for it. They'll be between two fifty and three hundred. You lost a hundred and fifty, maybe a hundred. See, but that lust. Samson had the lust. And he he risked it all. And he, and we're not risking it all on our vehicles, but it's taken a big chunk out of our budget, a big chunk out of our lifestyle. I, I was talking to a guy the other day. He was so excited he made the last payment on his car. Yeah, and he's going to buy a new one. What for? You only got 50,000 miles on that one. Yeah, but, you know, I'm going to go buy me a new one. I said, are you addicted? He said, no, I'm not having no addiction. I said, yes, you are. You're addicted to payments. Well, you know, I work hard and earn the money. I said, okay, now this car costs you right around $30,000, yeah? That's not counting income tax because you got to make a little more to pay that thirty. Okay. I said, so now it's worth 6000 yeah? So you don't mind paying working 35000 so you lose 29000 on this, right? And you're wanting to do the same thing. He said, what's your suggestion, Randy? I said, start making payments to yourself. What? I said, yeah, make payments to yourself. And that way, you're still addicted to the payments. Your car's got 50,000 miles on it. Three years from now, you'll have a pile of money, and the car will be worth the same kind of money or close because the biggest loss of value there, you'll have under 80,000 miles, and the car will be probably the same kind of money, and you'll have a pile of money, and now your payment, your addiction got smaller. He said, well, that makes sense. I said, well, take your car and get it professionally detailed and then put a bow on it and tell yourself, hey, here, I got me a new car again. It's shiny. Put a little foo-foo in inside so it smells like a new car. Yeah, put a little foo-foo in it. What, I don't know. You like that, Barry? Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's what they, these new cars got, that smell, don't they? Oh, it's still oh, new car smell. Don't we just love it? I'm telling you. So the lust of Samson, maybe we got a little bit of that in our hearts. So don't, don't down Samson. Talent. What have we done with our talent? What have we done with our time? Hey, this man worked for six years to pay for that car, or almost six years, five years. He worked five years. That is lost time. It'll never come back to him. Did he enjoy that car that much? At 50,000 miles for five years, that's 10,000 miles a year. He could almost got by with a bicycle. He sure could have got by with Uber, probably. So, you know, maybe the millenniums are seeing that why should we own anything? It's a waste. Maybe owning cars. I think there'll be a day when... When Uber or the government will have all these cars running around, and it'll be an app, and it'll be driver, you know, the autonomous cars, no drivers, and they'll call us up and get it. Now, Delilah, what has Delilah got to do with the car business? Does she entice you? Does she bring you a downfall? Does she cost you money? Does she put you in prison like Samson? Oh, debtor's prison. Now, who controls you? If you owe everything to the banks, are you locked in at the banks? Do the banks control your lifestyle? Delilah, what was in her heart? Her heart was money. They were paying her money to get a hold of Samson, to put him in prison. Is money that salesperson, is that Delilah? Does she bring you greatness? Does she use your talent to the best way? Does she use your time at the best way? Or do we do? Do we have a Delilah? 
Hey, Delilah hit me right in the face the other day. I told you about that 56 Chevy convertible I've lusted after. Oh, man. But after prayer, I decided, you know what? I don't. Maybe I don't need that car. I loved it. It's gorgeous. I mean, if I built that, and it's one of my favorite, if I built that car today, it would be that away. But, I mean, do I really need it? Do, will I really use it? If, could that money go somewhere else? Probably to the radio stations. Anyway, <laughs> i got to pay for this airtime. Hey, and if you want to advertise on this show or any of my other shows, give me a call. I don't care what your business is or what your ministry is or whatever it is. Give me a call. We've got some cheap advertisements and love to work with you. And I don't care if it's a restaurant. I don't care if a mechanic shop. I don't care what it is as long as you're, you know, doing it right, not mousing people around. We're looking for advertisements. This comes out old Back Pocket National for Randy, and I've got a couple of sponsors that help out, but I sure need sponsor help. I'd love to go syndicate this show. We've had five shows at one time. Right now we're running four. But I'd love to syndicate the show, but it takes corporate sponsors. We need, you know, somebody like um, Big Tire, Discount Tire. We need Interstate Batteries. To prove to the community, I'm talking to you people that like to advertise, prove to the community that you care about their well-being, about their education, about them making better decisions. Because the worst investment we can make on earth is transportation. So we're we're wanting you to prove to the community. I've got a, a Chevrolet store. And a, and a family group of cars. I can get you a brand-new car, a brand-new truck, a brand-new Chevrolet, GMC, uh, Buick, uh, Jeep, Wrangler, Dodge, Cadillac, Lincoln. I can get you anything delivered to your door. And you don't have to fight the F&I department. And I'm working on part of my book, Undercover Business. Undercover business? You're going to think about, well, Randy, you come up with some crazy things. That's the way the business is going. The business is going to undercover business. And how it's going to be, they covered it up already with the big secrets. But now it's going to be where you're not realizing what you're paying for, what's a monthly payment stretched out, what packing payments, what F&I departments are going to do. They're going to have to make four to 5000 on you to keep these doors open and to make the owners happy. There's only two kinds of owners of dealerships, givers and takers. Givers take care of their people, love their people, are honest. Takers are not honest, don't take care of nobody but themselves. And that's going to be in another book that I've started notes on. I got notes on top of notes everywhere because so much happens in my business every day that it comes together, and I want to make a note. And I put it in this book, future book, this future book. But there's a million different things in the car business, a million different situations, a million different questions. That's why, and on my other radio stations, I get a lot of calls. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585, any kind of questions. Hey, and go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and go to feedback and tell me if you like the show or don't like the show or what you like about it. Also, if you'll give me your email, I'm about to start, it looks like in August, a bi-monthly tip change what's going on in the car business. And maybe get down to a weekly. I'd like to have a weekly email blast to my listeners. Just to my listeners, that people give me your email. I won't sell it. But what I want to do is give you a tip, let you know what's going on in the business, what the latest lie is, what the latest promotion is, what the latest rebate is, where you can go to check on things, and just give you information. And I'm probably going to do it every week. But get, send me your email. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. And you need to use that website. It's free anyway. I want to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I want everything around. I'm helping some people get rid of some pure junk. I don't have time for the junk unless it's close by and it's convenient in the direction that me and my guys go. And then I help 
with the late model cars. Got a lady right now, if you're interested, has got a RT Hemi Challenger 09. Her husband had 7,000 miles, like buying a new car. But the problem is it's an old 09, so it's nine years old. But if you want that kind of car, and it's an awesome car at a big savings, but like buying a new car with 7,000 miles, this lady's called me, and she's got a Dodge Swinger. If you're looking for a, I think it's a 69-70-340 Dodge Swinger, give me a call. We'll hook you all up, help you out. Uh, great opportunity. But the problem is it's an old nine with low miles, and it's like buying a new car. It's going to be a lot cheaper than a new car. But, you know, it's still worth a lot of money if you're buying that type of unit. And it's been babied all its life, so it's a great, great unit. So remember, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car. I want to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I got some low-mileage cargo vans that are cheap. Uh, there's a, some great buys out there right now. They're like twelve, fourteen thousand cheaper than a new one, and un, most of them are under twenty thousand miles. Just bought a brand new, re- well, not new. I'm sorry, a seventeen GMC V8 long bed regular cab, which a new one's thirty-four thousand. We're gonna sell this one for under twenty grand with low miles. So I've got a lot of stuff available. It's a pure bargain. It's way cheaper than new, and your employees are going to tear them up anyway. I mean, that's I sell the Valero, and uh, they send them down their plants, and they're used. They don't want to send them a new one down there because the employees and the conditions, and it tears them up. So use your money wisely, and you'll feel better about it. But if you've got a sponsor out there and you'd like to sponsor this show, show the community you care. Hey, bank credit union, uh, Army, Navy, Federal, Air Force, if you're, if you're employed by one of those, talk to them about it. Show the community. I even, I'm going to Valero to do a class. Valero and, and Corpus. I used to have a show down there. We have listeners down there. But I'm doing a class at Valero, and uh, it's August 30th, I think's when it is, either 18th or 30th. I have to look at the email. But I go in and I teach people. I teach at churches. I teach at schools. Schools, don't bankrupt your parents. I mean, so I'm trying to show you how to make better decisions, pray about it, be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually, because you're in for a battle. I had talked to some people the other day. They were in a dealership for eight hours, finally gave up and walked out. These boots are made for walking. And so they walked out. They got sick of it. They got spun around. They got four squared. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at them. And they were trying to close them. But these people finally doubt what does doubt do in your mind? Do you feel like you're uncomfortable? Let me tell you something. If you got any doubt in your mind and you're in a dealership, get up and walk out. And if they don't want to let you pray about it, something's wrong with them. You know, you just got to be ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle because I got news for you. There's a war for your money. It's a game. It's a big football game. But remember, football games, they keep it scored by touchdowns, extra points, and field goals. But in the car business game, we keep score with your money. Show me the money. Yeah. Who do you love? We love your money. We don't love you. Delilah, does she love Samson? Must not have been. She sold him out. Was money her God? Great relationship, a powerful man. He loved her. He thought maybe not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what was in his mind. But I tell you what, he kept coming back even when she betrayed him three times, four times. Have we betrayed God and he's still there for us? Yeah, he is. Man, I'm going to tell you, he waited for me for 45 years. I'll tell a story maybe the second half if I remember it about the Lord speaking to me. And I'm telling you, he can cut your heart. He can he can make you feel that you've got a heart. And, and years ago, before I found Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I think my fan, friends and family didn't think I had a heart. And I may not have had a heart. I didn't have one that loved and was concerned and wanted to give back and wanted to be a mentor, wanted to be the best I could be. You have that desire? Did Delilah have that desire? Or she fit the today's cars people, car salesmen, car business? Does she fit that mold? 
think about it a minute. Where, who helps you? Who is that a benefit? Is the relationship you're having with a car dealer a benefit or a loss? Sometimes, sometimes it's a total loss. Man, I get so many calls of people upside down in traps and, and hurt bad. This is Randy Adams. Hey, text somebody, call somebody. We got a great second half show. I hope. If the Holy Spirit's in it, it will be. And give them a call. Tune in to us. We love you. I'm going to give my mobile number out first half of the show. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to 630 The Word. Thank you, uh, Barry, and I had a nice little conversation in the break. Thank you, Michael, and thank you, Baron. I hope uh, I hope they're having a great Saturday morning also. And, you know, um, Delilah, I asked Barry, who's the Delilah in your life? I think we all need to ask who is Delilah in our life. You know, I want to be the change that I want to see in the world. I, If I want to see a change in the world, I have to start it. I have to be that way. And uh, who's the Delilah in your life? We're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Uh, but here's my mobile number. Get a pen and paper. I hope you got that gathered up. Eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. It's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven. Eight and nine. You know, everybody wants the world to change, but do they want to change? I was just talking about somebody I was trying to help that uh, has struggled with drugs most of his life. You know, and I got him in business, got him going, got him working. He did good for two months, and now, you know, he's going the other way. But, you know, to get change in your life, you need help. I don't think we can do it on our own. The change of my life came when I accepted Jesus Christ. He changed me from a taker to a giver. My Delilah used to be selfishness. And I look back on my life before Jesus Christ, and my Delilah was selfishness. My world was me, and that's all that mattered. That's all that I cared about. Well, the problem in the same way in the car business, is 90%, I used to say 80, and I'm thinking it's 90%, of the car dealers are selfish. They're going to be your Delilah. They're going to put you in debtor's prison. They're going to sell you. They've they got psychology classes, sociology classes. They understand your behavior. They understand your your choices, how to push your button in order to make those right decisions. For them, not for you, the right decisions for the company to make more money. Undercover business that I'm studying and writing on and looking in the Bible for the scriptures to put the 
the, together. I may have to wait and move that to another book because if I don't have scripture to back it up, I'm not writing it in a book that I've got currently going. I want scripture to back up and to show what's going on. Delilah, who is your Delilah? Delilah used to be, um, and now my Delilah sometimes distracts me because I want to mend, I want to help, I want to improve everybody. But sometimes I wasted my time on people who don't want to improve, that don't want it, but they're trying to do it on themselves. You can cut back through here, Barry, go ahead. They're trying to do it on their own. And that's a pretty hard situation. You need support. Uh, y'all never have, I forgot to plug that in, didn't I? Yeah. Well, we haven't had any callers, so uh, you got to open that flap. So sometimes I waste my time and too much effort on these people, and it's not the right direction. I've got to make it work. For me, I, I don't want to waste time on somebody that don't want to change. I want to help everybody, but I, I don't want that change. But see, when you've got the Delilah that controls your life, you're in that situation, and you're searching after somebody. You're searching after love. You're searching after friendship, and that's what the car dealers know you're looking for a friend in the business because you hate walking into a dealership i hear that all the time hey now that we're hooked up for sound give me a call 210-340-9585 that's 210-340-9585 i was too excited texting out to my friends about the show because i was i was, I was excited about studying delilah because, I mean, she was after the money like a car dealer. She was after doing good for her. She was selfishness. And she knew she had the hook on him. Do a car dealers have the hook on you? Do they know how to close you? Well, my listeners are learning. And I've had so many of them call me. I use, I've done business with this dealership for 20 years. And now I'm walking in there. You've opened my eyes. You've educated me. And I'm finding out. They've been lying to me. Well, maybe not. I keep explaining to them. Business has changed tremendously the last five years. Un-unbelievable. Overhead has skyrocketed. Education has come in. Demand has come in. Owners' jealousy of the other owner outselling them, doing them better. And the jealousy has come consumed the ownerships. Now, there's some owners, a few of them, and there's a couple of them in this, in this town that are awesome. I mean, one of them is the best owner I've ever witnessed, and I've known him since 1978. I've dealt with him since 1978, and I've never seen him do wrong. And I've got another owner in Austin, awesome, awesome owner, cares, loves people, and, and wants to tell the truth and wants to take care of the customers. I've, I've had probably a little over a handful of real owners. They're about like Samson. They've got money. they got power, you know, but they're not like Samson where they chase after it. They're content. They're secure. They're not out. And when these other dealers beat them, they're just doing what they got coming their way and content in what they've got. Yes, they want to be the best they can be. But sometimes these other owners just never get enough. I, the book that I'm talking about, one of them I'm writing, is from billion, from from uh, uh, mom and pop to billionaires, the owners of the car business. Mom and pop dealerships that were telling the truth, making a good living, content, enjoying it. Then all of a sudden, the business started to change. And this was about... 15, 20 years ago, and it's continually to get more jealousy, more pride, more selfishness in the owners. And a lot of these guys, people don't know it, but there's a huge amount of people, and, and probably 20 of them, that own more than 50 dealerships, some 100. And it's not enough, and they want to buy 100 more. Why? Because car dealerships are cash cows. But how long will that last? 
How long will that cash cow? I mean, how do people afford $80,000 trucks that were looking at seeing 100000 Does that affect your budget? Does Delilah put you in debtor's prison? And you, in that deal, debtor's prison, you're helpless. You, you can't get it done. You can't overcome the loss, the monthly payment. Oh, man, the payment ain't too high. They just come too often. You ever felt like that? I had a man tell me that one day. So give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Looks like we've got a caller online. And love to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But what is your Delilah when you walk into a car dealership? Delilah can be the spin, the four square, the add-ons, the packing payments, just all kinds of odds and ends because it takes so much money per deal for these dealerships to own. And I was talking to a guy about another dealership that uh, was making a living, and it wasn't enough. And this is a one dealership guy. And so what do they want to do? They want to explode. We have Danny online. Is that correct? Hello, Danny. This is Randy Adams. Yes, sir. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Yes, sir. I really uh, love listening to your show and all your wisdom, especially on Father's Day. Thank you. The things you've had to say. I was calling to ask you if you know anything about those new Kia Sedonas, anything good about them or bad about them? You know, Kia's building a lot better car than they used to. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing them everywhere, but I don't see too many of those. That's like the higher-end van. Yeah, because they've got into a market that's that's been dominated by uh, Dodge, and they invented it. And then Honda builds a great unit. Toyota builds a great unit. And so they have jumped, tried to jump over Dodge into getting that high-dollar market. And the people with Honda and Toyota are low. And they and their proven track record. Kia's trying to get there, and they're a little cheaper, but they need to be a lot cheaper to build the rapport that they need to build in order to sell more units. And they're yeah. building a lot better unit than they did at one time. So I mean, well, I guess, you just got to weigh up. You got to figure out how long you're going to keep it, how many miles you're going to keep it, and have some kind of idea what the return of value is. You know, and and we're. I'm not sure that we're going to keep that market. So, I'm thinking that five years down the road, Toyota and Honda may not have as strong of resale value as they have now. Caravans, I mean, they're a bargain. Sixteen and seventeens. I sold a sixteen that was a one owner gentleman unit with forty thousand miles on it uh, last week for fourteen thousand dollars. And that was a 16 with low miles. Yeah, I mean, I, I really can't get too much, too much information on them because I really don't know anybody who owns one. Yeah, the, see, they, they're in a market it's it's highly competitive, and and mm-hmm. so there's not many of them out there that's got a track record. I look at cars with 150,000 to 200,000 miles on them. The return of money, how, how good they were if the people didn't have any problems with them, no nothing, you know, and that, that's what I look at. And but we're not seeing that unit. I see the Hondas with two hundred. I see the Toyotas with two hundred. I see the caravans with two hundred. You know, and the yeah. caravans are a thousand or two cheaper now. If you're paying twenty thousand more for a Honda or Toyota, and at the end of one hundred and fifty thousand miles, if you're going to keep it that long, and there's a thousand or two difference, and both of them are good units, it's it's kind of a you got to buy what you can afford. And you got to look at yeah. your budget. And I want people to look down the road. How long are you going to keep it? How much are you financing? You know, how's it going to? F- you know, a lot of problem is a lot of people buy these units and they plan to keep them five to seven years, and all of a sudden they do it when their children are in high school, and three years later they're in college and they're gone. They don't need the van. We've got yeah. to make decisions today that'll pay off tomorrow. And just like the payments, I mean, who wants to be saddled up in debtor's prison for seven, eight years? And now the manufacturers and the banks are looking at 10, 10 years. Yeah, everything that you talk about, you're you're spot on because I've been in the car business since I could walk with my and my family. 
And uh, your advice is right on. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. And I just wanted to share with you one of my philosophies about buying stuff. I, like I told a guy once trying to sell me a real expensive TV, I told him, my TV can't be worth more than my car, and my car can't be worth more than my house. Well, that's true. And, and, I, and I talk about way. I talk about these guys with these high-dollar trucks living in a house that needs paint. You know, they'll yeah. go out there and shine on that car or that truck yeah. for hours and hours, but they won't paint their house. Yeah. They won't take care of it. Something that they live in, something that's going to keep its value and go up in value. I know some guys that, boy, I'm going to tell you, they'll they'll spend a fortune on wheels and tires for their truck, but they won't do anything at their house to improve it. That don't make yeah. sense to me. Well, if you just follow that simple rule that's about a good the rule. house and the TV, you'll do pretty good. You'll you'll probably stay out of out of uh, bankruptcy. Well, I, I I had a gentleman that I used to know years ago, and his dad left him quite a bit of money. And he told him, he said, if you never have a car and never have a wife, you'll never have to work. Well, he kept the part about never having a car, but him and his wife walked and drove bus, and they lived off of the interest that his dad had left him, and yeah. they were super happy. I saw a... Uh, a deal on TV. I was working out the other morning, and these people were looking to buy a house, and they didn't have a car. Of course, and they were in San Francisco looking at a million-dollar house that needed a lot of work. You know, so, you know, transportation in Texas, we got to have it. But we need to make better decisions on that transportation. Because too many people are buying high-dollar cars, they can't afford them. Yep. yep I, I see that a lot. And, uh, I mean, you're right on about just getting somebody into a to a car, creative financing, all that good stuff. Oh, creative financing is really coming on. and But to, here's the key. These banks and these credit unions are sitting on so much cash, and they can loan it out 20 to 30 to 1. So what do you do with cash? Now they're, you know, I feel sorry for these buy-here, pay-here places. Their competition, everybody used to say, you know, I, I got excited. There was an advertisement running around. I got excited about somebody wanting to finance me. There's 500 dealers that will finance you in this town. With bad credit and a little bit of down. Well, now the new car dealers are getting into it. Besides packaging deals up, besides, look, you know, wanting all the the business they can get. And so what happens is the excitement gets so big, people walk in, they pay 26.78% interest, and they pay big money for a car, and they'll take whatever they can get. This is your money. This is an automobile you're going to be driving. Make sure the dealer don't rip you off or pay too much. I lost a buy here, pay here. friend of mine that I've been doing business with probably 45 years, I've sold him thousands and thousands of cars, but he said, Randy, your customers are too tough. They want a great car at a great price, and they want to cut my interest rate. You know, and he said, I don't have to. I can go sell all the cars to all these people because they're not educated like your people. He don't want my people. And so, yeah, but still, only, it's your money, and there's 500 dealers that will finance them. Hey, it's easy to pray on the young because, like I heard a woman say once, your kids lose their mind when they're 15 and they don't get it back till they're 35. Probably so, or at least 25. I've seen it. I've seen it somewhere in that area. But you're right. No, and they do. They know it all. I've got a 16 year old right now. I know. He's a lot more brilliant than I am. I'm not brilliant at all, but he thinks he is. He's got all the answers. You know this, that, and the other. He's got it all figured out. And so, but that's the problem. When we walk into a dealership, Delilah's there. She's got all the answers. She's after that money. She don't love us. She's going to put that smile on and the honey lips and all this other stuff. And we believe her, and we want to believe. But we want to trust people. We want to believe in people. And the Christians are even more naive because they want it the best out of people, and they see that smile, and they understand that. Where the world who, you know, 
Delilah's part of their life every day, and they've been burnt so much, and they're so selfish, and they want to lie and cheat other people that they are on guard when they walk in. Maybe they're doing better than the people who are Christians, who are so naive and want to trust people, want to love people. Yeah. Well, I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you, Danny. Keep on preaching on the air. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate my callers, and I hope you got my mobile number if you ever need me. But it sounds like your family's in it, so, you know, you've got a better education, a better opportunity than a lot of other people, and that's good. I want you to have that. Thank you. I tell you what, Delilah is in a lot of stuff. Delilah's in our life in the world. But when we think about the world and we live by the world, I I loved, I wrote uh, a chapter in my book about Jesus and Peter walking on water. You know, and Jesus must have known what was going on that night because he sent the guys on in the boat. And then he come walking out. But he wanted time with the Lord alone, quiet, by himself. Have have you had that time lately? And I know it's hard with kids, with work, what's going on, with the housework and everything that's going on. But find five minutes, ten minutes, somewhere, somehow, to examine your life, to examine Delilah, realizing that you're you're a Samson. You've got great talent, great power, great strength, but you've got to focus on Jesus because when Peter was out there and he came out of the boat with Jesus, he was walking on water. But then he got to looking at the world, got to looking at the waves, and it got him distracted. His focus was off Jesus. How does that pertain to the car business I wrote? Is because when we take our eyes off of Jesus, we take them and put them on the world. We put them on ourselves. We put them on other people. We may be underwater like Peter in our automobile. And what kind of loss is that? It just keeps sinking and sinking and sinking. And you've got your time that you've worked for that money is gone. Your money's gone. The value in the car is gone. And our focus is on the world. And we do it over and over again instead of saying, Lord, what's the best for me? What's best for my family? What's best for my budget? Budget. What do I need to do to keep this going? This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Be sure and go to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Go to Feedback and tell me if you like the show or don't. I want to know the truth. That's what I give you. I want to give you the truth. I want to know the truth. If you don't like it, don't like it. Tell me. If you want to hear something I'm missing, tell me what I need to talk about. Uh, There's some radio shows I do talk about politicians. I do talk about my thoughts. And my thoughts this week have been, everybody's complaining about this country. Stop and think about this a minute. Life's short. Blink of an eye, you're going to be 30. Blink of an eye, you're going to be 60. Blink of an eye, you're going to be 80. Well, if life's so short and so fast, won't you live in a country that you think's right? You know, you're bad-mouthing America. Maybe you need to go live somewhere else. Life's too short to be miserable. And I'm sorry about these people who have hate for for uh, Trump. He's in your head. He's the, you know, we didn't, did we say anything about Obama? Well, the hate for Trump controls you. If you hate Trump, you know, he's a child of God. Everybody's a child of God, but what do they do with it? What did Samson do with his talent? What did Delilah do with her talent? She used that smile, that honey lips, the flattery to lust Samson her way. Car dealers do the same thing. You know, if you want to change the world, and I want to change the world, I've changed myself, and I've changed this. I don't know anybody that's doing what I do. And I've studied it and searched it, and I've had other radio stations call me and tell me, nobody's doing it like you are. The reason is, is because I gave my life to Jesus Christ. The reason is, He changed me. He changed my priorities. He changed my heart. He changed my lifestyle. He changed me. And He's showing me so much in the Bible that was written two, 3,000 years ago that's still true today. People are still the same way they are. Now, we've got more 
things that are around us, more worldly things, more opportunities to do wrong. So much trash on TV, so much trash on the phone, so much trash on the computers. More ways to stumble, more Delilahs out there, more ways to distract us from focusing on what we need to do to be the best person we can be. I want to change the world, so I've changed it. I'm doing my best to change the education for you, to help you to see the real difference in your purchasing power, in your purchasing ways, in what you're doing. But I want to teach you so well that you can teach others. If you have any questions besides going to feedback on learntobuyandsellcars.com, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I'm there for you. Hey, keep trying. Keep calling. I'm super busy. I'm trying to finish a building that has been a nightmare for me with the city of New Brunswick. It's trying to do some other things. And I've got about 45 days. of and, and so keep calling. And if I forget you about a car, keep calling. If I'm trying to buy your car and I get sidetracked, keep calling. Please, I will return your car. I've had so many people say, I can't believe you're returning my call. I want to. Sometimes I'm too busy, but I love you. I want to help you. I want to talk to you. And I've had so many people come by my car lot in New Brunswick on I-35. Give me a call. Make sure I'm there. I want to talk to you. I want to help you. I want to direct you. I want to be your mentor. I've had great mentors in my life that helped change my life besides Jesus Christ, and I want to be there for you. God bless you. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Give me your email. I'm going to start doing a blast. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.